I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winters, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Of a week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. It's a shame. It's a sin. I don't care. That's the way it's always been. Drop that flag. Pack it in. Tell you something. guys how's it going good how are you not too bad what episode is this 111 111 i think oh my god we are 800 away from 911 oh <laughs> bring on the conspiracy theories mm -hmm. hankins how you doing today i'm just excited about being one episode away from 112 where we get oh, to man. talk about the catalog of 2000 r&b group 112 did they do Too Close, or is that a name of another? That's Next. That is okay. Next who did Too Close. What is 112's uh, big hits? Peaches and Cream? Cupid. Well, Cupid, Peaches and Cream, those are some big 112 songs. Mm -hmm. um, they had a song called The Letter, in which uh, the lead singer finds a, a wonderfully uh, loving letter that his girlfriend has written, and he's reading through it. And he's just getting, he's gushing throughout the song. And he realizes how he wrote he it. In love. And he's got Alzheimer's. And then, um, no, I don't know. <laughs> she, she had addressed the letter at the bottom to someone else. Oh, shit. Wait, she addressed it at the bottom? That's weird. Yeah, that that, is weird. that's a, that's a problem, you know, that's problematic. That Well, maybe, like, maybe it said, hi, honey. You have yeah. no idea how I long for sure. you. Sure. I yeah. still remember that last time we hung out and we had all that sex. Mm -hmm. Oh, baby, <laughs> you're the best part of my life and every part of my existence. Anyway, Frank, and not mm -hmm. Steven, mm -hmm. I'm going to end this letter now. Talk to you tomorrow when I'm definitely cheating on my boyfriend. Sure. <laughs> Episode 111, throw the flag. We're wrapping Pretty up our rating of coaches. The letter by 112. <laughs> can peaches and cream be the one time only i'm invoking my one time only mm -hmm, mm -hmm. dollar shave club sponsored uh <laughs> theme change can can peaches and cream be the theme for rating the coaches this week you know what not this week but next week okay okay but wait a minute we're not doing rating the coaches next week well, I guess you're fucked then, buddy. God damn it. Oh, 2020 is my year. A whole year. Um, well, with that, how do you feel so far about the coaches we've rated, Creel? Uh, felt okay. There's been some ones, some threes, some fours, a couple twos. You know. There's I feel been like a couple I've, zeros. I feel like we've we've done like a three so far. Overall. You're going to give us a three? Yeah, we should bring this back next year. Okay, okay. Stay the course. I'm into it. I'm into it. Pretty um, good rating. For sure. Well, we're doing the SEC this week. SEC. 
SEC. Wrapping up, saving the best just for last, more. just like Smokey just Robinson and Vanessa Williams did. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed that you have added two additional rating well, systems. I, I felt like one of our rating systems might be a little <laughs> too politicized. So there are two additional ones in case you don't understand what it means. Yet. I'm just now seeing this. I'm, I'm just now seeing this. <laughs> one of them was inspired by something you brought up last week, a certain weasel. <laughs> the weasel. I'm into this for one reason. I, 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 like many of our listeners, think that your Donald Trump impression is too good. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and in today's world, there's too many... Too, politics is everywhere. Let's take that out of the is. equation. Exactly. And we've gotten a lot of feedback from people thinking that we actually have the president on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's true. And they don't, it's they true. don't think mm-hmm. it's fair that we're being one-sided. My taxes pay his salary. Why is he on a podcast exactly. every week? Exactly. For four <laughs> weeks in a row. Well, I would um, suggest that your taxes pay for Patreon, and then everybody's working together. I'm into that. I'm way into that. But before we get Patreon. started on rating the coaches, we need the so someone for someone to hit the theme. Oh, I know. Hankins, hit the theme. Rate me. Rate me. Rate me again. Am I six or four? Am I getting a cool statue? Are we renaming the stadium? Oh, I don't want to be a one. All right, here we go. So with that, I think that if you if you are adding these two new, first of all, what is rating the coaches? Well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. If 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 you have interject, if you in- have injected these new non Donald Trump rating systems, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go through them. Well, I think first we need to start out with the classic rating system. So sure, sure. Our idea in rating the coaches is to assign a value to each head coach in a conference in ascending order. Starting out with a one being the worst and five being the highest rating. That's how it started. On the classic scale. Mm-hmm. And those ratings are as such. If you are rated a one, that means back up the moving trucks. You're fired. You're fired. You're out of here. We're tired of your 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 gib, your jib. Uh, <laughs> one step rank higher than that is a two, which is to fire the coordinator. Make some changes. Yeah. Get your team out of here. Bring in a whole you new team. You can stay. They need to go. One step higher than that is a three, and that is stay the course. We'll have you back next year. We like what's happening. Uh, one rank higher than that is a four, which is to extend the contract. Want to keep you around. Yes. Uh, and then one step above that is to a five, which is to build you a statue. Question about the statue. Okay. Has the statue has the statue ever been built where it's just one of those like silver-painted mime dudes that like ask oh. for money? Uh, and get pissed if you take a picture of them if you don't tip them. I don't think we've done that, but okay. that could happen if you're okay. on, if you're on a low budget. Sure. Well, Although it might be a high budget. You're like buying a person as opposed to like a statue could be tinfoil. Yeah, but I think you recoup that through the tips. The person doesn't get to keep their own tips. <laughs> maybe, Holy, maybe a shit. split of sorts. I would hate to work at a restaurant you own. Yeah. 
Uh, and then that that classic scale has been updated to include a zero and a six. So worse than being fired, which is the one, is to be ranked as a zero, which is to throw a brick through your window. I love the sound of broken glass. One step higher than a five where we are building you a statue is to give you a six, which is to rename the stadium after you. Matt Hankins Field. Mm-hmm. And so we had another system, which was Donald Trump inspired slash infused. As we've said, it's out the window. It's out the window. You could almost say it's fired. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we have one one system, which is inspired by a comment you made last week about one Polly Shore, the weasel. The weasel. So we have a new system of (laughs) 90s honks that you can be rated as. These are not honks. No. 90s honks. I see one hunk in this list well, of seven. Well, you have to... When you think of 90s hunks, these are the people that you think of. Your top seven... You know what? This is a, li- this is a list of Freeze... <laughs> Matt Grill. Top seven hunks say, of the 90s. I would say more more teen teen idol Te- hunk. Heartthrobs. Yeah, no, no, heartthrob. no Tom Cruise's... Heartthrobs, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I should have said heartthrobs. Fabio is not on this Fabio. list. <laughs> not on the list. The Nelson brothers are not on oh, this yeah, list. Oh, yeah, they're not on this list. But to start out with a one, which is the classic scale. Sure. That is one weasel. Hunk extraordinaire. (laughs) Polly Shore. Well, he's a heartthrob of sorts. (laughs) On this list, he would be the lowest rated hunk. Correct. But he's not. He's the he's the penultimate lowest rated. Well, hunk. that that is that is the equivalent of being fired is to be used sure. You're the Polly Shore to have got Polly Shore hung it, up it, on it, your locker it. to have a shrine of Polly Shore. <coughs> One rank above him is a two, which is Lance Bass. So you could almost say he fired his coordinators because he yeah, used to, he was heterosexual in a correct. public facing correct. Way. Okay. There's something not quite right with this experiment, so you're asking him to change, but you really can't change him, so that's why you're stuck with a Lance Bass. So your number three perplexes me. Okay. Um, I see what I think is a common... Oh mm-hmm. my god. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Brad Renfro was yep. dead. Yeah, number three yep. is a, some sort of three-headed dark. monster of Luke Perry, R.I.P., mm-hmm. Jonathan Prandis, R.I.P., and Brad Renfro, R.I.P. Which, who I'm just f- now finding out, <clears throat> the client's Brad Renfro. Is R.I.P. Well, this is the equivalent of the old system of staying the course. These are... I'm just finding <laughs> out Brad Renfro is a person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, He was man. in Tom and Huck. Yeah, he was. That was a good movie. Uh, Filmed right here in Alabama. It was. There were some cave scenes. So this is just the equivalent of, you know, this person's good. They sure. might be dead, but can you really do any better? <laughs> I don't think so. So you just keep what you got. So what's number four? Number four on the new system is handsome. Okay. This is, you know, they're alive, which is a step above the, all the people listed in number three. Still uh, doing good work, actually. They are exactly. A, they are they stuck together. They, they have not had any drama of still sorts. touring. Still yeah, touring. I mean, it's been like twenty five years since Mbop came out. Well, maybe twenty twenty or so years. But anyway, if you could find, if you could hook yourself up with a handsome, you have a twenty year career. That's the coach for you. You got to extend that contract. Keep them, keep booking them gigs for and sure. paying them money. One step above that is the sort of teen idol that was all over the magazines and whatnot, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. JTT. Which is the equivalent of building a statue. Do you remember the episode of Home Improvement where they thought he had thyroid cancer? Yeah. Weird. Weird, weird show. Weird Pretty dark, show. some bad humor in it. But yeah, he is sort <laughs> of... Me. 
<laughs> so he's pretty pretty high for a heart thro- heartthrob. Now, Hankins, you've heard of JTT before, correct? I have heard of JTT. Okay. He was also in Tom and Huck. Also in Tom and Huck. Yeah. He did not die, though. Yeah, he was Simba, non-singing parts yeah. as well. And so if we expand this rating system to match the 0 through 6 classic scale, we add a 0 and we add a 6. <laughs> who do you want me to start with of who is the 0 in the teenage heartthrob? Go for the go for the zero. Go for the zero. This is one Screech Dustin Diamond, too nerdy. And then once his career sort of Saved by the Bell ended, he got into some weird stuff. Celebrity boxing. He got arrested. He's in jail. He stabbed. Killed somebody yeah. with a sword. That's that's even worse than Polly Shore. At least Polly Shore agreed, hasn't agreed. hasn't done all that stuff. So that's your zero is to be a screech, which is the okay. equivalent to throwing a brick through the window. Sure. And then six. Then six is Leonardo DiCaprio. Writes itself. Yeah. Hit Finally has star. an Oscar. Did he get an Oscar last yeah, year? Yeah, he won for the Revenant. Revenant. Oh, thank God. The one with a bear in it. Can't believe the bear didn't get an award. So yeah, he's even hotter than JTT, which you know the age difference is there, but I think the the career post '90s speaks for itself. That if you want to have the equivalent of building a stadium, it is to being hooked up with Leonardo DiCaprio. Am I right, guys? Totally. Totally right. I I wonder how... Leo's only 44 years old. Whoa. Man. Um, Hankins, did uh, did Liverpool just score? Is that, was that what we heard? Won a penalty kick. Oh, thank hmm. God. How old is JTT? Probably 37. Like 37. He has really not done anything since Home Improvement. I think he went to college and then Loser. he was on Last Man Standing once. Oh, sure. Tim sure. Allen show. <laughs> so are we going to then again go through your other ranking systems a little we, bit? We can save it for next year. Or do you want to go through it now? Um, no, nah, that's fine. Okay. Wait, what's not? What's fine? To not do it? or To not do it. Okay. okay. So we have two scales. If I have to wait a year for yeah, Peaches yeah. and Cream. We'll save this for next year. So we have two scales. You know, the brick through the window is the screech and so on. Your other system is is inspired, by sure, the way. It's sure. very well done. Well, we're going through the SEC coaches this week. In fact, we're rating them. Mm-hmm. No new coaches, because basically more than half of the conference got replaced was new two years ago. Um, are we doing this alphabetically? Let's do it alphabetically. All right. Let's knock them out. Let's do it. Go ahead. So we'll start with the first alph- alphabetically, and who is also the f- the dean of the SEC coaches, which is crazy to think of. Yeah. Twelve years, twelve a coach. years a coach. <laughs> twelve years, man. Um. So Nick Saban is sixty-seven years old, head coach at Alabama. Not right. Looking great for sixty-seven. Looking great. looking great. He's out there. He he's in- got that. He's got that short guy like sure. longevity. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, you know, his blood isn't pumping through six foot four of frame. It's just, you know, pumping through. Four ten. So, yeah, it makes it much better. Uh, he makes around moisture. probably over $8 million a year plus incentives. Um, I think the record speaks for itself. He's 141 and 21 at Alabama. He's been in the playoffs the last five years. He's been in the championship game the last four years. Recruiting is always. Real, just real quick, let me pause right yeah, there. Yeah. 21 times in 12 years we've been upset. That seems high. And that, it, a lot of those are the first year where six, six, six losses right in that there. first year. Yeah. So, so fi- 15 times after that first year we've in been 11 mad years. at a football game. Yeah. That's okay. Just wanted, I just wanted, again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We've been bad us. plenty of times when we won, Hank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. We were legitimately furious. We lost on um, the scoreboard. Um, you know, Saban's still still chasing that elusive unbeaten season. First uh, first one since 09. 09. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm just now looking at these defensive stats. That is insane. Yeah, in the past three years, what is it? 13, All... 12, and 18 points yeah, a game. Yeah, I mean, that's really great. It's and ridiculous. then the offense has been just as just as stellar, if not improving every year. Sure. Um, so this past year, they Alabama scored 45 points on offense, gave up 18 on defense, both ranked in the top four. It was fought top four defensively and top two offensively. Always pulls in a, a top five, three, if not yeah. the best recruiting class in the year. Uh, we all named we all named the stadium after him. Yeah, we gave him the Leonardo DiCaprio treatment. We uh, buffed off Brian and Denny's name. Mm-hmm. And we buffed off Leonardo DiCaprio's clothes? Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you can't name it twice after him. No. I mean, you can Nick Saban Field at Nick Saban Stadium. Yeah, but that's a lot of Sabans. <laughs> Too many uh, I mean, I I would be in favor if we had beat Clemson this year. I would have renamed Cole uh, Coleman Coliseum after him as well. I think that's fair. I would have renamed Tuscaloosa after him. Yeah. Ah, shit, Shawnee. I think you win the. I think you won the pony on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This year, I'm just extending the contract. Yeah, for me, I'm definitely gonna gonna extend the contract. Give him the old Hanson treatment. I want a 20 year career out of this guy. Sure. Um, I think that there is some fair criticism of the coordinator turnover. So as I'm extending this contract, I'm also extending those coordinators' contracts, making it a little harder for them to leave. Maybe some penalties involved. or You're going to penalize people for leaving their job? You know, if someone wants to grab Steve Sarkeesian next year, they pay us $5 million sure, or something. Make, sure. it, make it a little harder for them to leave. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a tumultuous, uh, probably the worst week, week and a half sure. that the program had yeah. in 15 years, mm-hmm. 12, 13 years, with losing to Clemson and then just that ridiculous amount of turnover and players leaving like all, all uh, in a seven-day span. Hankins, how about you? I am only going to go three here and stay the course. Oh, man. Quite frankly, he is now faced with the same problem he was faced with, um, you know, five, six years ago, after, after the comeback especially, and after Johnny Manziel just ran through him, um, he, he had to figure out how to handle the next wave of evolution of the game. And he's going to have to do that again, but now that wave is coaches leaving. Um, and also somehow we've, we appear to have hit a cycle where they grow quarterbacks in high school who are as good as Peyton Manning just right out of the box. They just show up and they're as good. So the precision passer, the evolution of the passing game, he's got to adjust to, um, I know those defensive stats are, are impressive. Um, but he has not played against the best quarterbacks in the SEC. That's just the, the truth of the matter. Yeah, so for sure. He's got to he's got to do he's got to make a change. Now, I think he will make the change. He has successfully made that change a couple times in his career even just at Alabama. So I think it's fine, but I can't ignore an ass kicking in the national championship game and just a fucking uh exodus of every coach. I think he was hi- signing recruiters and not necessarily coaches, and I think he's got to figure out how to middle ground that and hire some coaches who can recruit rather than recruiters who will hold a clipboard. So I will, uh, I'll wait patiently, but I'm not, I'm not putting anything on paper. This thing still are your hands on your hips. They are that what one hands on my hip and the other one's jeweling. (laughs) So, wow. You you get, you're giving this guy the old Luke Perry treatment. He's right. good. He's getting a Luke Perry. He's, He's good, because but like if he has a heart frankly, attack, you're going to move on. Jesus That's what you're saying. Quite right? frankly, free the old way of us doing it is dead. Hmm. 
fuck. <laughs> Who's next? Up next, alphabetically, of course, is Arkansas and their second-year head coach, Chad Morris. Decidedly utterripe at age 50. Yeah. Gosh, that seems old. I thought he'd be younger than that. Me too. Me too. Um, he makes around $3.5 million a year. This past year, he went 2-10 and 10 in his debut season. Not great. 18 uh, points a game. 18 points a game on offense. Terrible. And defensively, 36 points twice a game. Twice that much. So getting doubled up. You're on getting, the other you're side getting of the lapped field. almost twice every game. Now, last year, I gave this guy a one even before he coached the game <laughs> because he has two first names you, in his name Chad and Morris. Chad Morris D's. Um, I didn't like that. And then I didn't like this past year when the only time I got to watch Arkansas play was against Alabama. And for the first like half of the first quarter, they played them pretty well. It was a lightning delay. Yeah, and, like, oh, yeah. There were weird camera angles, so I didn't like that. And <laughs> yeah, I blame, well, that's definitely Chad Morris. I blame fault. him sure. for not, you know, thinking sure. about player safety because sure. the players were playing. But ESPN's like, uh, we aren't putting our guys out there on the field to tape this. But and, that wasn't Nick Saban's fault. Was not Saban's fault. Gotcha. Saban was a guest. It was at Arkansas. Chad Chad Morris was Arkansas. calling the shots. So that's the second strike. They also him, had so. a lot of construction equipment on the field too. Yes. The third strike against him was against North Texas, in which Whew. North Texas gave him a, a doozy of a play where the guy didn't fair catch it and just kind of like walked a little bit after he caught it, and Arkansas gave up return. on the play yeah, yeah. On, a, on a punt return. And North Texas took it to the house and won the game. Total embarrassment. Embarrassing. definitely one of the goofs of the year. Uh, so I am downgrading him from a one to a zero. Brick through the window. Brick through the window, and that Screech. brick... Yeah, that's it's a total screech. We're screeching the tires on this. Remember the episode of Saved by the Bell where like Zach auctioned off Lisa's like lingerie? Well, you know, Lisa had bought too much on the, that her parents' credit card. It's true. Um, but anyway, this brick through the window is from one Brett Bulimia, and it says, uh, "Miss me yet?" Yucky, 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 yucky. Yeah, 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 So it's a zero for me. We, uh, are, we need to move on from this disaster. Yeah, I mean, yep, he's out, he's out, he's out free. After I'm one not year, take his money back. I'm not taking his money back. Um, I feel like uh, it's on it's on us. Speaking as the Arkansas administration, it is on us for hiring a coach from SMU. Um, we got caught up in the hype, and we hired a guy who doesn't fit Arkansas. Um, he just he it's never going to work there with this dude because he doesn't do what players from that he doesn't do what the players that he can recruit do well and that's how it's always going to be good there's a reason that arkansas gets who arkansas gets is because that's what their talent pool is they're always going to be behind the texas schools in oklahoma um arkansas is not the most fertile recruiting ground they're going to take they're going to get the best kids from arkansas but you know he's got a it's a free and Pat Dye have always said, it mm-hmm. ain't about the X's and the O's. It's about the Jimmys and the Joes. Cough, 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 mm-hmm. cough. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's out of there. You're done. Go hire a guy that looks like Arkansas, and you'll be fine. You'll win eight You'll win eight games some years. You'll win six some other years. You might get a 10 here or there. Just go guy, hire a guy yeah. that – Fuck, hire the mascot. Put Whoever they hire should have to wear – the mascot suit, and I think they'll be doing great. I think they, they struck out on Gus Malzahn, so this they got stuck with this guy. They yeah. wanted that Gus bus to come back to Arkansas. He's a two for me. Um, I don't disagree with anything you guys said. That's fair, but, yeah. But, you know, it's been one year. you got to give him some time. Two and ten is yay, 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 yay. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, three and a half million dollars, it's, it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. I wouldn't mind um, that being an official writing either. 
Aye, 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 aye. So you're giving him the old Lance Bass situation. Yeah, you know. There's uh, something that's not right, but you're going to stick with him? Because uh, there's something catches your eye. And he has one way to, to save himself. Mm-hmm. He needs to, I want to see cover of Time Magazine mm-hmm. with Chad Morris on, mm-hmm. on it, with the headline saying, yep, I'm gay. Okay. <laughs> that would save him, huh? That'd be pretty great. Then and only then will I give him a three. That'd be pretty groundbreaking. Cause oh, that was the Ellen magazine. I think he was also on People, though. Yeah, People, that's right. Or Time, wh- whichever. <sighs> I really gotta do some research for this mm. show. Well, let's move down to Auburn, who got to keep Gus Malzahn, who was trying to be poached by Arkansas. Auburn re-upped his contract after the end of the 2017, uh, 2017 season. They're currently paying him $6.7 million a year. He's 53 years old. He's been there since 2013. Past three years, eight and five, ten and four, eight and five. Usually puts together a pretty good recruiting class, usually right around the top ten. This past year, I don't know. Offense was okay. Defense was okay, but it just led to an eight and a five. 53 and 27 at Auburn is not great. It's just the roller coaster. It's just some some seasons are great and then others are just passable. I mean, that's that's nine, ten wins a, a, a season, sure. Yeah, last year we gave them all threes. We gave them just stay the course. Yeah, you may as well. Um, I mean, for me, it's a two just because I agree with their decision to let him call the plays. Obviously, you know, where there's smoke, where there's smoke, there's fire. And with all the rumors about the administration trying to push him out and, uh, you know, get, get him out of this massive contract that they gave him after Arkansas came sniffing around last year. I, you know, I, I, I agree with the decision to basically have them say, all right, if you're not going to, you know, get out of here, then you're calling the plays and everything's on you next mm-hmm, year in mm-hmm. 2019. And the proof will be in the pudding. If, if you turn in another eight and five or God forbid, seven and four, uh, uh, season, then you're definitely out of here. Hankins, what do you say? Are you keeping it a three with this guy? No, I am not keeping a three. He's out of here. Get out, Gus. <laughs> Get this bus on the first thing out of Lee County and drive it away. Um, because what? what's the point? What's the point in keep? The only reason to keep him is either A, financial, because they don't want to pay nine coaches. I think that is or the B, yeah, Yeah, or B, you're you're executing the Hankins protocol, and you're just saying, "Why am I doing anything when Saban's still here?" Yeah. And if I'm Auburn, if I'm an Auburn fan, ugh, um, <laughs> I can't accept either of those things. Neither one of those things fly with me because I know they support that program. Their 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 money should never be an issue. Their alumni base is huge, and they go out and they do well in the world, and they give back to that football program because they love it. It's the Auburn family, and that's real. Um, and I wouldn't accept any of that. So money can't be the problem. And I'm certainly not going to say, well, we're just they are the one team who can't wait out Saban. Tennessee could. I'm fine with Tennessee doing it, um, but they can't do it. So he's got to go. What What is the upshot of him being there this year? They go nine and four. Well, what the fuck is that? You're Auburn. You you don't play in that anymore. You beat the number one team in the country two weeks in a row, and if not for an injury to your running back, maybe would have beaten the one team again and played for a national championship. That's where you are. 
Um, that's where you should be. And he's not going to get you there again. He kind of blind lucked himself into that one. And he's got to go. There's no reason. You, you'd you be better off to hire a guy now and then hope he's got his shit rocking and rolling in two or three years and you're back in it instead of suffering through another roller coaster of a deal with this dude and having to start the whole process over in two or three years anyway. And Hankins, that nine and four is a real possibility. If you look at next year, you know, they, they play Oregon with a uh, very good quarterback in Dallas, I think, mm-hmm. Texas, wherever. Yeah. Week one. Um, <clears throat> they're at A&M in week four. They host Mississippi State. Then they go to Florida to play. They Two weeks later, they go to LSU. And then they host Georgia and Alabama two out of the last three weeks of the – I mean, right there, the, that's one, two, three, four, five, six losable games. Yeah. I think uh, I think you guys are right. It's This next year is pretty much – brass tacks for Gus Malzahn. But I'm not ready to, to give him the, the old Polly Shore weasel I treatment. I am definitely thinking he's the La- the Lance Bass. They're kind of stuck with him. Something's not quite right. But you're going to keep the relationship, you know, keep this public persona out there that you got, that you like each other. Sure. But you know he, you know he's always looking and at something else, a little something on the side. Uh, he's got this weird app on his phone that, you know, when you're scrolling through, you're like, "What is Grinder?" But you don't. And click why it. does it only have one vowel in it? Yeah. So something is off here, and I think Auburn recognized that, and even Gus recognized <coughs> that because he cut Chip Lindsey this past yeah right before the bowl game, and then killed that kid from Purdue. Yeah, before they killed the kid from <coughs> Purdue. So I think. This next year is going to be pretty substantial for Gus, and if he doesn't crack to 10 wins, I don't know if he's going to survive. So let's move on from Auburn to another second-year coach, Dan Mullen at Florida, who in his first season went 10-3. and I was surprised to learn that last year was Dan Mullen's first year. I thought he was around for two years, Mm -hmm. but no. (laughs) He makes around $6 million a year. You know, he came from Mississippi State. You're, You're golden boy. Yeah, you love Dan is, Mullen. This is the guy who I wanted Alabama to name as the head coach in waiting. One of many. One of many. One of many. <laughs> um, last year, we gave him all threes. I'm sticking with a three. Uh, he got the offense back on track. They'd been just abysmal with uh, the shark dude. Uh, Jim McElwain. Jim McElwain. Shark fucker. They, they had just uh, gone off the rails. Uh, he definitely improved the offense. He's got the recruiting, rocket and rolling. Um It'll be nice this year to see if they can uh, beat Georgia because it's just them and Georgia in the East. Tennessee's dead. South Carolina's no good. No. Um, so if they can make that next step, I will definitely extend the contract and want him to be around for like twenty years. Yeah, it's a three for me as well. I mean, ten and three last year is no small feat at Florida for yeah. the way the, uh, the way yeah. the program was handed to him. Uh, you know, improved on offense and uh, improved on defense as well. Pulled in a top ten recruiting class. Um, only because it's his second year will I, is he a three, but he's a, he's a four in waiting. He's a handsome I think so in too. I think so too. <laughs> he's on the fringe. He's like a, what's 3. a, 7. what's a band that like, isn't as good or as long handsome as Hanson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lance Bass's solo career. Ooh. Okay. Take that Lance Bass. Yeah. Zing. Hankins, how about you? I'm not waiting. I'm giving him that fat four now. Oh, I'm shit. all Hashtag the way four. to the bank with this dude. Um, 
because I think that because Florida had gotten to a couple SEC championship games and just gotten destroyed, um, I think that we sort of wax over how bad the East was and how bad Florida actually was. Their offense was embarrassing. Um, and the defense was Very just bad. having to hang on. Like, those defensive might have been, you know, sort of all-time greats if if their mm-hmm. offense had been any good. I don't know if we ever saw what those defenses could do because they were just tired all the time. They just <laughs> came out tired. Coach, we can't practice. We were on the field for 200 plays last time. I don't know how that happened. There were only 150 plays running the whole game. Somehow we were out there for 200 of them. I don't know what's going on, Coach. Math is not <laughs> our strong suit. This is bad, but I know that these legs and these dogs are uh, barking. It is time <laughs> to sit down. <laughs> and he got them through. He got 10 wins. I mean, it was not crazy. Crazy at times to think Florida might win the East, to think Florida might be an out, uh, a dark horse playoff team. Um, and, you know, he those kids did that cool dance and he stopped them. So, I'll, you know, he's a fun mm-hmm. stopper. That's always good to have a fun stopper. Um, people are going to love that. So, yeah, I'm extending the contract. And I think he got those guys to play for him, even though he's a fun stopper. I think that's pretty fair. I think we're all thinking this guy's going to be the next big thing. So, yeah, I think a four is pretty good. And if he goes out and he hustles up the next Dak Prescott like he did and got that he got to come to Mississippi State, then look out world. Yeah, and, you know, he's 46. He can – I mean, Florida is a destination school. I mean, you know, people move on from Florida more than they would uh, Oklahoma and Alabama, et cetera. But, you know, I mean, he could be there for 20, 25, 30 years. Yeah. So next we are moving to Georgia – the other beast in the East, Kirby Smart, 43 years old. He is entering his fourth season, which seems pretty weird. Doesn't seem like he's been there that long. Yeah. He makes uh, almost $7 million a year. He's 32 and 6. Past three seasons, 11 and 3, 13 and 2, and 8 and 5. Looks like a Kirby. Um, Recruiting, top three classes. He's yeah. Pretty good. Offense. Pretty good. 37 points a game defense. Pretty good. 20 points a game. Let's start out with Hankins. Last year we gave, we all gave Kirby Smart, oh no, we gave two threes and then Sean gave him a four last year. Hankins, are you upgrading him from a three or staying the course? I am staying the course. It looks like he's doing everything right off the field. The recruiting's well. Um, He keeps his staff pretty well intact. Um, But on the field, the results have been shockingly similar to what they were prior to him getting there, save for two years ago when he did get all the way and had the lead in overtime in the national championship game and then second 26 happened. Um, so I got to stay the course. Um, he will probably be fine, but having been in the building when he faked that punt, in the SEC mm-hmm. championship game, aye, the aye, people's aye, in aye, Athens, aye. yeah, that is a bona fide. Aye, 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 aye. The people's in Athens ain't having it, so uh, we'll, we'll see what's going on. But yeah, I'm staying the course. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think the window of opportunity has been there, but it is a closing. Sure. Um, it seems like Georgia is they're the proverbial Charlie Brown and Lucy, but they are the Charlie Brown in that scenario. Uh, just the. Everything looks good for them. They're finally going to kick that football, and then it just gets the floor just falls beneath them, and they're in a pit of despair. Um, I do think he's a good coach, but until he can win something of consequence, I think you just got to stay the course. 
I was always pretty, I was always unconvinced about Kirby Smart for as long that he was at Alabama. I think if you stick around for that long, that's telling. Uh, Nick Saban is a defensive coach by nature, so, you know, he's probably coaching the secondary no matter who his DC Mm -hmm, is. mm -hmm. Uh, Kirby proved me wrong in three years at Georgia. However, if you hold up his record to Mark Rick's record, they are identical, (laughs) save for two more losses on Kirby Smart's side just because Uh more more Uh games are played. I think the uh, the issue I have, I think I would have upgraded him to a four if they wouldn't have laid the egg against Texas. Yeah. Like, don't talk yeah. all that smack like we should be in the playoffs, we should be the four seed, and then we played Alabama as hard as anyone ever did, and then just... Also, 43 years ago, how do you name your kid Kirby? That Surely, is his name. that is the given his name. His full name on his birth certificate mm-hmm. is Kirby Paul Smart. Weird. The only Kirby I'd ever heard of before this, bastard? yeah, from the NES, like, a. Uh, well, I, he game. wasn't around 43, so, uh, 43 no. years ago, so I don't think he was named after him. Uh, Kirby. Kirby. Like, he's a, he's a larger-than-life character. We, we, we think about him most weeks during the season, some weeks during the offseason, so we don't really stop and, and think about yeah. his real first name is Kirby. Would you rather be named Kirby or Screech? <sighs> oh, shit. Screech's real name was Samuel, though. Well, let's 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 uh, let's just say it was Screech. Screech. Screech is a sweet name. Okay. Kirby. Eagles no. do that. Kirby's not a sweet name. No. Okay. Okay. Kirby's a big pink bastard. Okay. But Would Screech you rather? Is, are we just gonna pretend that Kirby Puckett didn't exist? Is that what we do? Oh, on this podcast? good we call. Contend good call. that fucking Hall but he of wasn't Fame named, center fielder Kirby. He wasn't Puckett? named for <laughs> Kirby Puckett. I bet you that is a nickname. Sean, look it up. Didn't he? Didn't Kirby beat his wife and die of diabetes or something like that? Ooh. Uh, yeah. Okay. He sure socked a lot of dingers too. <laughs> Kirby Puckett, no middle name. That is his real name. <laughs> is, is he deceased? Oh, he, yeah, he died. He died thirteen. Also, years I think ago, he man. was uh, he was blind when he was whooping that woman. So who knows what I he think thought? He had he was diabetes doing. or something. Yeah, he probably thought it was Kent Herbeck he was beating up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would he beat up Kid Herbeck? I don't know. Why would he attack his own first baseman? Because he wanted to score that run against the Braves in 1993. Kid Herbeck didn't score that. That was Dan Gladden. In the NLCS? (laughs) That was Dan Gladden. Who were some other 90s twins? Are we are we starting a new scale here? Yes. Is Kirby the five or the six? Chuck Knobloch. Kirby the six. Chuck (laughs) Knobloch. Chuck Knobloch. Kirby Puckett. Dan Gladden. Kent Herbeck, Jack Morris, Burt Blylevin, Jim Reardon. Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Blylevin? Is that how you pronounce his last name? Yes. Interesting. Mm. Well, let's move <laughs> on to Kentucky and Mark Stoops, who this past year had a breakthrough year, beat Florida on route to a 10-3 and record this past season. Prior to that, they'd been 7-6, and 7-6. and six. He puts together top 30 recruiting classes. The offense, not always great, right around 25, 26 points per game. This past year, all the stars aligned on defense, and they put together a defense that only gave up 17 points a game, which... Unsung defense. Yeah, definitely. Benny Benny Snell really stole the spotlight. Um, Sure. But, you know, it was uh, definitely the breakthrough season. They beat Florida. Yeah. They won their bowl game. Almost won the division. Um, He currently makes $4 million a year. I don't think anybody's going to come steal this guy, so I don't think you have to extend the contract or throw more money. So for me, it's just a, it's a three. Stay the course with this guy. Yeah, I think you need more data points. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, do do it twice. Do it twice. Will be and nice. I, and I'll pay the price. Uh, ten and three is great. I mean, he's thirty six, thirty nine overall. Oof. Four million dollars is more than enough for a Kentucky head coach. Uh, you know, he's he's been there for you know this will be his sixth, seventh year, something like that. So. He, he is the the dean in waiting. He is the dean in waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's a three for me as well. Yeah, same here. Um, I'm not going to get caught up in. Him having a stud running back and and getting over, um, he did some good stuff this year. But my God, they were just hanging on by a thread near the end of that thing. Um, and oh yeah, in a couple spots when they had a chance to really take a step forward, they failed. But it's Kentucky, um, and I do think, uh, yeah, I think y'all nailed it. He's the he's do it nice, do it nice, and we'll pay twice or whatever we say. <laughs> right, like I, I'm not gonna pay to go see Dude. Luke Luke Perry, but I would pay to go see Hanson. Because you wouldn't pay to go see Eight Seconds. I wouldn't go pay to the Luke look, Perry rodeo movie to go see his gravestone. I would not. Jesus Christ! I would pay to go see Hanson though. So he's a three. Stay the course. You you have a dark sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I don't speaking, think that's a sense of speaking of <laughs> dark, just have a dark sense of humor, <laughs> let's move on to Ed Orgeron at LSU, who has finished two full seasons and half of another oh, one. Yelled at that people, here, you big tiger. <laughs> yelled, yelled at that person that was making that noise during that press conference. Sure. Uh, he makes $3.5 million a year, went 10 and 3 this past season, capped off with a win against UCF. Probably should have been eleven and two, but had some bad calls go against him in that Texas A and M marathon seven overtime game. I have to pause you because mm-hmm. this is an important question. Mm-hmm. What does Cajun trash like Ed Orgeron spend three and a half million dollars on? It's low for a head coach that has gone sure. nine and four and ten and three. But what does he spend? What do you think he spends his money on? Uh, fireworks. Because he, <laughs> Boudin. Man, look at that dog on up in there making the sparkles. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's called the Thumbbuster. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, fireworks, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, there you <laughs> go. Answered, Asked huh? and answered. Um, Ask and answered. So this past season, their offense seemed to make some improvements. They scored more points. Defense is always about the same. Uh, but for me, I'm not extending the contract. I don't think anyone's going to try to steal this guy. No, no. Um. When when they play Alabama, it's still not clicking. They got shut yeah. out again. It's two twice yeah, nice. under his under his tenure. They've been shut out at home against Alabama. They lost ten to nothing two years ago, and they lost twenty nine nothing this past year. Um, when they play the high level con- high level opponents like that, it just doesn't click for me. So I I don't see how you can extend this contract. But you stay the course. He's your guy. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they <laughs> if they chose him. When, sure. when they when they fight when they fired uh, uh, Les Miles, and they stuck with him after you know we we said at the beginning of the season that you know this is either going to be a ten and three season yeah. for LSU or a three and ten, mm-hmm. and uh, he certainly came out on the right side of that. But at the same time, you know I I I think they they're getting him at a steal for oh yeah three and a half for million. the SEC apparently yeah but yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see what you do next. Now year. Hankins last year you extended the contract Are and he you, went ten and three and he went ten and three so he's done it twice. Are you gonna let him name his price? We play by the rules here on this podcast and he has done it twice. So I'm extending that baby again oh, for one reason and one reason only. We will not talk about the university 
of Central fucking Florida next year. That's true. Oh, yes. of Ed Orgeron. God bless. I mean, I flirted with building a fucking statue, but... Just for that game alone. It is a... It, the, the extension may be in the... It might just have an infinity sign in from two. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Like, we haven't built any Jonathan Taylor Thomas statues yet. And this has probably been the closest one. Can you imagine how good of a coach he would be if he spoke English? He'd be pretty good. Like, if... if I don't his... know. I think he's... I, I think that I think that crazy uh, twin-speak mysticism is what gets them boys fired up. <laughs> if if his players and his coaches could actually understand the words that were coming out of his mouth, yeah, like he might Tucker not even be that. Chen. He might not be that good at football if you understood him. It, it, what he might be, his true power may be. He speaks in a language of interpretation, and so each player interprets it in the way that motivates them <laughs> the most. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's move on <coughs> to the University of Mississippi, a.k.a. Ole Miss. Old Mississippi. Who is coached by a person with two first names, Matt Luke. That's, so immediate that's, fire. That's like a minus one, no matter what. <laughs> he has been there for two seasons, five and seven this past year, six and six the year prior. There's sanctions, there's bowl bans, etc. Um, this past season, the offense was okay. Defense was abysmal. They gave up 30 points, 35 points on defense, only scored 30 on offense, which led to the losing record. Um, last year we gave him all threes. We thought six and six was kind of okay because of the hard situation he was dealt. And then he followed up with a five and seven. And the team loved him. So Sean, what say you? He is an Ole Miss guy. He's an Ole Miss guy. I don't give a shit. Fucking fire him. I mean, it's... You know, we 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 talked about this this past season how awful his his defense was. He he scored. He, uh, they allowed basically the same amount of points in in 2017. Yeah. Um. They fired he fired his defensive coordinator. I don't think that's enough. Um. Two years is is enough data points for me. Uh. They're only paying him two and a, uh, uh three million dollars. But I mean, at what point do you say okay? We've weathered the storm of sanctions, and now we're now we're going to be serious about bringing a coach. Yeah, I think it's going to get even worse because all of their receiver talent is going pro. Yeah, the sanctions are going to hit the what was the one or two years? What was the acronym? Oh, the NWO N words with attitude. (laughs) Oh, NWO. Yeah, those nasty whiteouts. Nasty whiteouts. So I think <laughs> NWA and NWA. So I, we're definitely going to see Airlines. see something hit this year. Either he's going to show himself, and we're all going to be shown that we were wrong, or we're all going to be shown we're right, and that's what I would lean towards. I think it's too competitive in the SEC. I don't think he's got it. Last year I gave him a three, but this year it's going to be a one. We, you got to fire this guy. Sometimes when you hire an offensive line coach, it works out. Mario yeah. Cristobal. Yeah. Sometimes when you hire an offensive line coach, it doesn't. Matt Luke, mm-hmm. fucking fire him. Hankins, I know. I- I'm curious what you would do here. I am staying the course. What? Because there is nothing to be gained by firing him. Disagree. You are. You're throwing away years, Matt. Yeah, throwing away a lot years of years. Of what? I, I, Ole Miss fucking football. Uh-huh. Um, the the school that has never lost a party. That's what happened the last fucking time that they tried to reach above their station in life. Horse well, happened. Hugh Freeze had That's an insatiable appetite for hookers. Yeah, I bet, you, I bet you Colonel Reb. I, I want to know what Colonel Reb has to say about this. 
if he likes this dude or not. Is he buying or selling? Is Colonel Reb here? Yeah, it's Colonel Reb here. That is the million dollar I haven't question. seen him today. Hmm. Oh, 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 it surprises me mm-hmm. to hear you miscreants talk so poorly about my universal tie. I'm here to tell you a man named after two of the disciples of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. himself mm-hmm. cannot be wrong. <laughs> he will guide my rebels. He will lead my rebels. You see what happened when we mystified in the deluges of the flesh. We had a man on this team who had 1.4% body fat. And I tell you, that is just not enough. We need a man with a little <laughs> blubber. We need a man who fills out a seer sucker suit. We need a man who will not be temptified by the pleasures of the flesh. I stand <laughs> with a good Christian in Matthew Luke. Flesh, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like me and Reb are on the same page with I this. I guess man. so, man. He, he is all in. I just, I, I, I envision Colonel Reb just fanning himself with his yeah, hat yeah. the entire time mm-hmm. he's talking. And then dabbing like he a was. Oddly like, enough, oh, yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, he was. I saw him as he ran out of here. He well, said something I, on the way out that y'all won't let me say on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> have there have there ever been another has there ever been another coach uh, also named after two of the uh, gospels? Is like there like a John, John Mark John Mark or Matthew Mark? That wasn't even funny in my head. I don't know why I said it. Uh, <laughs> who is next? Uh, we are moving north or south. Well, what is it? Ole Miss is like it's northwest. South. We're moving so, like south. east We're of that south, yeah. to Starkville. Joe Moorhead, who will be entering his second year in Starkville at Mississippi State, 45 years old, makes a paltry $2.6 million. This past season, they went 8-5, and five, had a very salty defense. After and, much fanfare. Yeah, after much fanfare. Uh, salty defense and a... Better defense than Alabama. Best defense in the SEC. Yeah, and, a, and an, an offense that just didn't <coughs> pass muster for yeah. one alleged offensive guru. Uh, last year I gave, we all gave Moorhead a three. This year I'm saying less head and giving him a two. The old Lance Bass situation. Something just isn't right. I mean, he sort of looks like he's dating this one girl, but something doesn't seem right. I am also going to give him a two because I want them to fire his defensive coordinator his his defensive coordinator left to Miami. Oh shit! Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. Anyway, let's pretend he didn't fire sure. for the purposes of this of this <laughs> statement that he didn't fire his defensive coordinator. That he didn't. That defensive coordinator didn't leave. Yeah. Uh, defensive coordinator just come back. I'll come back. Uh, cut off Joe Moorhead's face. Yeah. And then wear his face, and then be the head coach, or just replace Joe Moorhead as the head coach. So you're saying it's a Lance Bass situation where something just isn't that right? And I'm gonna say. I want you back. Bye, bye, bye. This I promise you. Tearing up my heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a he's he's a uh, nah, he's a three. He's, he's a, three a three for me. Yeah, one <laughs> year, eight and five. Now we we will see we will see what happens next year after they lo- you know they lost Montez Sweat. They lost. Yeah. They had another defensive. Everyone's gone. Uh, so you know, is that defense gonna? Are they going to allow, uh-huh. you know, 20, 25 uh-huh. points a game as opposed to the 13? Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens. I have the feeling he's going to be a two next year. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's got to get fired. 
Um, y'all told me all off season that Joe Moorhead was top number one best. I thought He's so. Gonna come yeah, in. I was wrong. He's going to do <laughs> all the fucking best. stuff. And I said, first of all, no man who spells his name like that uh, will ever be any good. Second of all, he's not very good. He came from Penn State. They're going to rape a lot. Um, and sure. what they did was rape the fans of Mississippi State with their shitty play. I mean, Dan <laughs> Mullen had that same team. He did okay with them. They just did. They they didn't pose a lot of threat in any game. Um, like even if they were in the game and the, and the ones they lost, even if they were in those games, you're like they can't mount the comeback that needs to get this thing done. So somebody's got to go. Um, I. I Personally, would like it to be Joe Moorhead, but that seems crazy given that you just hired him and he went eight and five. But somebody's got to feel the axe on this one. Well, I think this year will be a, another data point, which we'll be able to decipher for next year for him. And then we can be nice if he does it twice. Yeah, we can be we can be nice if if he can go eight and five this next year. I think he's a keeper. I really do think you got to give him the old Hanson treatment. Sign him up to a twenty year. I think we should give him the Hanson treatment just to find out if Hanson has a second song. (laughs) Where's the love? Where's Where's the the love? love? Yeah, that was a good one. Wait, that's the Black Eyed Piece. Is is that is that a Hanson song? They they came out with that before then. They have something also called "Where's the Love." Um. So next, let's move to Missouri and Barry Odom, who last year I gave him a three, Hankins gave him a zero, and Sean gave him a two. Um, his record since 2016, he's been four and four, seven and six, and eight and five. So this past season, they sort of made a little bit of improvement. Um, offensively, they were okay. Defensively, they were okay. I think for me, it makes sense just to stay the course with this guy. I don't think he's that great, to be honest. But I think you just you, you can't do any better or worse. Yeah, it's Missouri. Um, I think that. Uh... I always get Barry Odom confused with whoever the coach was before him um, because I always think Barry Odom is in his 60s. I am shocked to learn Barry Odom is 42 years old. Mm. (laughs) Uh, It's Missouri. See what he can do with Kelly Bryant next year and then make a decision after 2019. He's a three for me. Yeah, get out of here. Get, Get out of here. They went eight and five. What do you What do you want at Missouri? They went eight and fucking five with a top with a first round draft pick quarterback. Um I'm tired of this stupid Missouri shit. Like they can be better than that. 8 and 5 five losses is a lot of losses. You know, as I'm looking at this. And I I originally I was like, yeah, yeah, stay the course, but now that I'm looking at the stats, I'm looking at the numbers, five losses is so many losses. That's a lot. Um and I think they can do better because they always have talent. They have had, you know, the defensive player of the year on that team. They've had a couple quarterbacks that were good. They've got good skill position guys. They're always really they good. They had Lance Bass play a couple years ago. Lance they Bass did. himself was on that team. A.K.A. Um, Michael Sam. <laughs> is this retribution? Hankins, is this just retribution for Ferguson? Yeah, hands up, don't shoot. Is that what you're saying? Now that you bring that into the equation, I might have to go back to a zero on this fight. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't, I don't know if he was there during the Ferguson shit. Um, I think he he was there. He he was he was a coordinator there for like he was coordinator at the Ferguson uh, City Police Department. (laughs) I don't know how far Columbia and Ferguson are. I think Columbia is in the middle of the state, and I think 
Ferguson is near St. Louis, which is like southeast. Yeah. So I, I don't I think but, I would know, say like two and a half hours. I don't expect Missouri to contend for the playoffs. I'm not crazy. But eight and they five. Did, they did That's win the good. fucking East two years in a row, which again isn't saying a whole lot. But eight and five with what he had around him, he made Locke look like a stupid idiot most games. Um, and I believe that kid can play quarterback. So mm-hmm. yeah, get it. I just not. It's not going to work. Get out of there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferguson is uh, an hour and four, is 117 miles east of Colorado. two hours. Yeah. All right, let's uh, travel down the interstate eastward. Which interstate, though? Do not get this wrong. We cannot cannot continue. Maybe like 40. Sure. Okay. (laughs) We're going all the way to South Carolina. Will Muschamp. He's only been there since 2016, but it seems like he's been there since like 2000. Yeah. Um, The past three seasons, he's gone this 2018, 7 and 6. The year prior, went 9 and 4, and the year prior, prior, 6 and 7. Um, he makes four million dollars. I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't even care know what either. I, put. Like, <laughs> I probably put a three. I'm already tired of talking about him. Me too. Um, he I, he's a three for me. Um, but South Carolina should be kicked out of the conference. Yes, no one ever thinks agreed. about him. Uh, Lou Holtz did something with him a little bit, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, but they've been in the in the conference since '92. It's n- no. You you can put Nick Saban there. No one's gonna win there. Yeah. Fire the Spurrier team. Won Eleven games two years in a row. Yeah, Spurrier won. Yeah, but I'm like. And where said, where'd that take him? Yeah, where did it take him? He's at the he's, a loss in the Citrus Bowl or something like that. But he is five zero in the AAF. undefeated in the AFF. <laughs> oh, and speaking of Johnny Manziel, signed with Memphis or something yesterday. Ooh, yeah. So sexy, sexy. Uh, it's a too much champ. Fire somebody. You're you have talent. Fire somebody. There's obviously a lot of good players there. Clemson can't possibly get them all. You're doing something wrong. Get to fire somebody. For the guy who was going to be the coach and who was the coach in waiting at Texas, at Texas, and was the coach at Florida, who left Texas, fifty and thirty-eight. Yeah, this is supposed to be the the next great thing, and it has not clicked anywhere. And you know, they uh, this year they'll probably beat Alabama since we're piling so much shit on. Oh shit, they're gonna beat Alabama. (laughs) Um, so now we're gonna move westward, back on I forty, to Tennessee, who ends who has second year head coach Jeremy Pruitt. First season went five and seven. Didn't do anything great. Beat Auburn. That was sort of the highlight of the year, but didn't make it to a bowl game. I don't know. I almost want to give him a two, but <laughs> I'm going to stick him with a three. Hankins, what do you say? Jeremy Pruitt has like a three-year runway with me because I believe Butch Jones left that program so shitty. So we yeah. stay the course, and I don't even really start – unless there is just a uh, – Unless there's just a terrible, terrible scandal, or they just you know fall, the bottom falls out this year, then I ride on. I don't like the time that one player quit, uh, <laughs> but he didn't quit, or the coach thought he quit or something. So um, I'm going to give him a three and just cross my arms and wait. Yeah, the the program looked like the program was a dumpster fire for the first third, first half of the season. Uh, it looked like, and not just on the field, but like Hankin said, the kid like walked off the field, and so he sure. got kicked off the team. Yeah. But then he wasn't kicked off the team, and Jeremy Pru- <laughs> broke a dry erase board. Those cost money. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm with Hankins. I mean, you know, give him three years. I'm not gonna fight. I mean, if he goes zero and twelve, zero and fourteen, whatever, zero and twelve next year, then. 
I uh, I'll fire him. But you know, if he turns into another five and seven, you know, we'll see. Yeah, what yeah. All right, so we're gonna move. We're gonna stay on I forty. We're gonna go west for a little bit, and then we're probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably gonna go. I don't know. Maybe like fifty-five south or something through sure. Dallas. Can we take the scenic route though? I hate the interstate. Hate crazy the interstate? drivers. Crazy, crazy drivers. But it's so quick. I'll spend an extra thirty minutes on the road. Ugh, no thanks. You gotta stop and smell the roses mm-hmm. sometimes, man. Well, anyway, we're gonna end up in College Station with the Fat Daddy himself making. <laughs> I can't remember what the number was. Seven ten thousand dollars a day or something for the next ten years, no <laughs> yeah. matter what happens. Jimbo Fisher, who in his first and only season at A&M went 9-4. Almost beat Clemson. Almost beat Clemson. Uh, probably should have been 8-5, and five, but they paid off the refs against LSU. Sure. Which isn't that much better than what... Oh, what a game. Kevin, game, of the game of the year. Than what Kevin Sumlin used to do at A&M. There's so much potential there. That's what I always hear. They want to throw money to make things happen there. What say you, Hankins? Are you? Uh, we gave him all threes last year. Are you upgrading him, downgrading him? What say? You? Everything's about the same. Um, I thought that they looked better this year. They looked at least more consistent this year than they had, but they wound up with about the same record. Um, like you said, you take it that seven overtime thing could have gone either way. So that that an eight win season looks a lot worse than a nine win does. So uh, you know, just it's a three right now. If I start to really analyze it and say for the money they're spending, it should be he should have done better. But I'm going to give him one more year before I start turning the screws. And you know it's Jimbo, so in one more year he's going to be looking around to see who's got their skirt up, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean he nine and four is great. Uh, you're paying him money. We'll see what see what he does the second season. Uh, he's he's a three for me as well. He makes um, per day. Jimbo Fisher makes twenty thousand five hundred forty seven dollars and ninety five cents. Yeah. So every single day before taxes, he could basically buy like a souped up Subaru Forester. Yeah, and I think I don't know if I could ever give this guy a one to fire him because he signed such an ironclad agreement. Like Keep him he, around. You have to pay him no matter what. If nothing else, pay him to stay on the field and like make sure Jeremy Pruitt doesn't march on and break dry erase boards. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I think it's just a three. We're giving him the old Lance Bass. Brad Renfro, Jonathan Brandis treatment. Lance Bass is dead now? Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Whew. Gosh, if Lance Bass Breaking is news. dead. Breaking what, what, would news. The, what would the People What would the People magazine say instead of, yep, I'm gay? Like, yep, I'm dead? <laughs> uh, Krill, this is your account, buddy. We're not even going to touch this. You're the best in the world at this. Mm. Do you, you remember the Billy Bass mouth? It would be something with the Billy uh, Bass mouth. I would have said, God dropped the bass. <laughs> That's pretty Bass. good. That's pretty. That is pretty, pretty good. Good. <laughs> We're down to rating one last coach. What a ride it's been. Well, I mean, guys, we're here. I mean, uh, 60, 70, 80 coaches we've gone through. Yeah, 12 to 14 who's, per conference. Who's your favorite? Uh, I think my favorite conference was definitely the Big Ten because there yeah. was so many firings that I wanted to have. It was a great up. Great up. Yeah. I went off on Iowa. You. I thought we were in a courtroom drama sure. Wednesdays yeah. at nine on ABC mm-hmm. when you presented your case on, on Robbie Smith. Guilty. Um, definitely guilty. There was no defense. No. Um, the other conferences, they just, even the SEC is not that exciting because there's too many young coaches. We have, we got a lot of second and third year guys. Yeah. And so. I mean, if you look at the um, turnover that was in 2015 and 2017, 
just looking at these years, mm-hmm. you know, Nick Saban's first year was 17, and then six years later, you have Malzahn yeah. and Mark Stoops, and then the other 11 coaches have all been hired within the last three years. Yeah, there's hadn't been a whole lot of meat in the SEC, no. but we do have one meaty coach left. He's meaty. He's definitely meaty. He's stacked. He is stacked. He definitely works out. Loves emojis on Twitter. He does. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Derek Mason at Vanderbilt has been there since 2014. His overall record is 24 and 38. This past season, they went six and seven. That was followed up prior to a five and seven record, and then followed up prior prior with a six and seven. You know, it's Vanderbilt. Get them to a bowl once every two years. It should be fine with the fans. Um, I know they had a, a little bit of success with James Franklin. They kind of got spoiled. He'd get them to up yeah. to nine wins, eight wins. What say you, Sean, about uh, Derek Mason? We gave him all threes last year. Yeah, I'm still keeping him. Um, you know, five and seven, six and seven, six and seven isn't fantastic. But, I mean, this is more than it's Vanderbilt. What are you going to sure. do? Uh, you can win at Vanderbilt. James Franklin did it, uh, especially when your main rival is and has been down mm-hmm. for many years. Mm-hmm. And you're in a shitty division. Yeah. Uh, they love him. They love him in, in, in Nashville. And I think he's good for the program, good for the players. Uh, keep him. Keep him, you know, and if he keeps doing 6-7, six 7-6, and seven, seven and six, keep him. Sure, sure. Hankins, what say you? Fix it and forget it. You've got the guy. He's essentially a hometown boy now. He played pro ball there. Extend the contract. He had that cool fight with uh, Dan Mullen. Um, so that was, oh, fun. yeah, everybody's was hanging out, having a good time, but yeah, I mean, this is as good as it's going to get for them right now. So just extend his contract. I think he wants to be there. I think they want him to be there. I don't know what aspirations he might have, but if I'm the program, I'm going to make it, uh, I'm going to make it look like we give a shit about you and we're going to get paid if you do decide to leave. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to upgrade him. I had him at a three. I'm going to upgrade him to Hanson treatment. Uh, I think he he should end his career in Nashville. Sign up for that 20-year touring, <laughs> world tour of sorts. And keep him there. Because, you know, I think that's pretty good. Six and seven, why not? Why not? He's under the Jim Harbaugh coaching tree. It's true. So that is wrapping Uh-oh. up the SEC. Immediate we, fire. Zero. Make it a zero. <laughs> wrapping up the SEC. We didn't have any building of statues <laughs> or renaming the stadiums with this, this none, set of guys. None. We didn't have any JTTs. In fact, I think... And the, definitely no Leos. The only statues... Dabo got a statue, I believe. Um, I think we, we, we all gave the stadium to Dabo. Yeah. Sta- so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stadium. Um, I dropped two statues in North statue. Carolina. Yeah, you went statue heavy in the ACC. First week. A lot of JTTs there. Like, I can't imagine, like, your locker in middle school... Like, you wouldn't have had enough locker space for all these uh, JTT cutouts. It's true. It is very true. Did you ever cut out his mouth? Like, rip him out of a magazine, cut out his mouth, and then do stuff to that piece of paper? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, what What kind of stuff? Uh, you know, just... Make funny videos, stick your tongue through he it. He did. Really, Robert really Michael. Michael. Oh, no, I wasn't behind it. It wasn't a mask oh. situation. Then why, I just would, say, why would you cut, off the, cut out the mouth if you weren't going to do stuff? Just practice. Practice. <laughs> uh, so our, <laughs> so our only Leo was our JTT. only Leonardo DiCaprio Dabo. Uh, let's see. ACC 
no one got anything. No one got a, a stadium. Oh, I thought I gave him a stadium. Because I named it after his Oh, mommy. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the Big 12. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, everybody gave Dabo the stadium. <laughs> I gave Mac Brown and David Cutcliffe statues. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the Big Twelve. You made Dino. You made Dino look at the David Cutcliffe statues from true. Syracuse out of the <laughs> because one was double the scale and one was two scale, <laughs> one to one scale. Uh, for you built Lincoln Riley two statues of Heisman winners. Right. If memory yeah. serves, uh, I bet you people, you know, they make out with the statues like they'd make out with a JTT, like... I mean, you gotta make them kiss. Fold out, you know? What's, what, what has all this fold practice out. been for? Yeah. If not that. Right, of course. Uh, no statues, no stadiums in the Big Ten, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of a lot of decimal points on my end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we really want Mark D'Antonio out of Michigan State. <laughs> I think it's been like two or three years. Zero, one, and one. <clears throat> uh... He was one three and one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, last year. Uh, Pack twelve. I yeah. Pack twelve. Who cares? Whole, we whole, did a great whole, job with that last week. Whole episode. bunch of Will Muschamps in the back, in the Pack twelve. Like, yeah, I'm already tiresome. already already tired. Mm-hmm. Already tired of talking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. St- yeah, so it's tough. It's tough to please us. I mean, there is only one Leonardo DiCaprio. It's easy to tease us. Yes. There are a lot of Luke Perry's and Lance Bass's, but only one Leo. It's true. So, I think I think that's good. Like it should only be used like once, maybe twice. Um, interested to to learn why you didn't just do one to five and sync members. Oh, I could have done that. I like mean, a J- fi- five's JT. Yeah, of course. Four's probably JC. Yeah. Three is the Lance guy, Bass. No, no, no. The guy on the Mass Singer, Joey. Joey's Joey Fatone. Yeah, he's got a lot of diversity in his portfolio. He's Who's on the other Food one? Channel. Chris Kirkpatrick is. Oh, the, he's, the he's zero. a one. He's yeah, a he's one. the one. Yeah, yeah. Lance Bass is the two because something just ain't right. <laughs> this has been episode one eleven of Throw the Flag. Uh, thanks for listening. Hey. You know what, Matt? We thrive on word of mouth, don't we? We do. We thrive on word of JTT's cut out mouth. Mm-hmm. So we, if you like what you're listening to, tell your friends, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, go to ttfnetwork.com to listen to our other shows or just search Throw the Flag Network and Cold Dog Soup and That's Disgusting will pop up. Uh, and if you'd like to support us in a more personal way, please go to patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash ttf. Tango, tango, foxtrot. See you next week. See you next freak. Girl, what you do to me? Ooh, bitches are cream. Here come a flat note, I got one. I've been out too long in the sun. It like burning down the road. See me taking off.
Come on, 